you are listening to Pharmacy IT and Me, your informatics pharmacist podcast. Hey everyone, this is Tony Dow, and welcome to another episode of Pharmacy IT and Me. As with every episode, we start off this one stating that the intended audience for this episode are newcomers to Pharmacy Informatics. And today's episode will go over the idea of ownership in terms of the EHR. So, Electronic health records pretty much affect every member of the clinical care team that will be using it to gather and document information and make clinical decisions for their patients. And because of this, it's very important to note that everyone from the user level all the way to the leadership level must feel some sort of ownership of the EHR to ensure that there is success in implementing one. So there are potentially different definitions of what a successful ownership means, but in this episode, We will assume that to mean that it's the amount and level of adoption that the clinicians have with the EHR. It's also important to note that historically, before the age of enterprise electronic health record vendors, many of the systems were developed by the local IT team at the health institution or organization. And this is now less common since there's a larger enterprise solution through, you know, companies like Allscripts, Cerner, Epic, and other major vendors. So the first step of ownership is through the selection process of which uh, which vendor the organization would like to go with. During this step, there are many interviews and questions that can go back and forth between the organization and the EHR vendors. This is also a time where the organization would survey their users and the leadership to kind of gather the level of interest and maybe see if there's any potential barriers to moving to a new EHR. There's also an assessment on whether the users would even want to move to a new one. And the clinical team would be heavily involved, but readiness assessments would also be used to help and, uh, you know, help push the, the movement forward. Understanding of the technology and categorizing the risk related with implementation is also very important in this step to ensure everyone's on the same page. The second step would be the actual selection process. So there would be demos and further discussions as well as a needs assessment to make sure that the vendors that the organizations are looking at Um, are meeting the needs of the actual organization. So having good alignment between the vendor capabilities and the organizational needs is an important goal to achieve before actually making a decision on who to go with. And uh, the next thing is uh, actually concurrent with this last one, which is implementation planning. So implementation planning occurs alongside the selection process. The planning includes uh, assessments of the scope of work, uh, resources needed, and other project management principles. Metrics are identified that would measure the amount of adoption as well as safety. And these metrics would be very specific so that there can be a clear assessment when the project is launched, such as, you know, things like financial metrics, like how much money is saved or how much money is being lost and quality metrics and clinical outcomes, uh, you know, such as number of medication errors and things like that. And then uh, after when the EHR is implemented, user adoption is essential to reap the benefits of the EHR. Clinical staff need to be engaged to use the EHR daily so that the data can be captured to drive further decision support. Change management plans need to be developed alongside implementation plans to help promote adoption. And, you know, this means training and exposing users to potentially improve the workflows of the new system as compared to the old one and continued use between, you know, cutover periods, which is defined as the period when the old system goes away and the new system gets implemented and used. And, you know, even before implementing that new system, workflow development can involve the clinicians to give them a sense of ownership of the new system and therefore help them with uh, adopting to its use. And then after implementation, long-term optimization should also be accounted for. 
In this step, resources should be allocated to continually improve the EHR with new features and functionality. And engaging the users as builders and workflow designers helps them feel like they own part of the process and are more likely to continue and use the EHR. This is why the optimization step is not only critical to improve patient care, but it's also critical for the full adoption of the users. Alright, if you like our show, please share with your friends, or you can help us out by writing a review on Apple Podcasts or any of your other favorite podcasting services. You can also check us out on social media, on Facebook, Twitter, Instagram, or LinkedIn, and you can also reach out to me at Tony at PharmacyITME.com. If you want to network, you can check out the Pharmacist Slack group at PharmacistConnect.com, which is P-H-A-R-M-A-C-I-S-T-S-C-O-N-N-E-C-T.com. There's different topic channels, including informatics, and I've met some great colleagues on there, and I look forward to connecting with you as well. Thank you again for listening, and I'll see you on the next episode of Pharmacy IT and me. And remember, technology is a tool, patient care is the goal.